Humankind cannot obtain anything without first sacrificing something. In order to obtain anything, something of equal value is required. That is alchemy's law of equivalent exchange. At the time, we believed that to be the true way of the world. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Welcome to the Full Metal Alchemist After Show here at After Buzz TV. We're just... Oh, oh, oh! This is sleepy. Sorry, guys. My yeah, bad. My, yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. Okay, my bad, guys. Uh, <laughs> welcome to Sleepy Hollow after show. You're yes, about Sleepy Hollow. Oh we are yeah. Talking about season four, episode five. <laughs> oh my god. We um, are here. Blood from a stone. Yes. I'm happy. Yeah, I thought it was good. Yes. <laughs> um, I blood have... from a stone. If any of you guys know what I was referencing, the Philosopher's Stone was the whole like big crux of the series of uh-huh. Full Metal Alchemist. So when they came out with that, I was like, "I see what you're doing there." Yeah. Okay, I see what you're doing. We can we can roll with that. We, we can roll with it. We can, we can Intro that. might be a little bit confusing to some people. But yeah. I don't care. Because <laughs> uh, it was good. It was a good yeah, intro. It was a good episode. Um, thanks for everyone in the chat for joining us again. Please uh, hit that thumbs up button if you're watching live, or even if you're watching this video afterwards. Also remember that your live chat comments do not save, so comment on the video after the stream yep. is done. Um, once it says comment below, and then uh, do that. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, I am joined by Michael Young. What's up, guys? You can find me everywhere online at one youngster, which is O N E Y O U N G S T A. And I'm Stephen Lemieux. You can find me on Twitter at Stephen Lemieux, S-T-P-H-E-N-L-E-M-I-E-U-X. So we're talking uh, episode five, Blood from a Stone, which was actually good. It was yeah. like so many things actually moved forward. We got like information. We mm-hmm. found out who Job was. Yep. We got Dreyfus's backstory. Yeah. We have Diane actually introducing Ichabod to Molly and having them be cool with each other. Yep. We got to learn the origins of soccer. We got to put Greek <laughs> fire all up in a building. Yes, we did. That we, was a lot of Greek fire. We got to find out that... Uh, Dreyfus and Ansel are like Steve Jobs and Wozniak. If Steve Jobs had sacrificed Wozniak to the devil, you know this is just an all-around pretty good episode. Yeah, it it was. I'm hey, I'm satisfied with this one. This one's good. The last episode, I was like, okay, cool, we're getting somewhere. This one, I was like, satisfied. This is a good one. I'm I'm happy. I hope you guys are happy. You should be happy because this one was worth worth the watch. So we open up on Ichabod talking in this really like. Um, <laughs> excited speech about a Danish prince who wouldn't betray people, but he decided to cross the wall, and they killed him, and then mm. people started kicking around his head in Jubilee. Yeah. And we find out he's telling this to a girl soccer team with Molly, and this is his introduction to Molly for Diane's sake. Yeah. It's not the best way to probably introduce your children, or I mean your child or other children to someone, but uh, the kids seem to like it. So, I mean, hey. Let's say if you if you are playing soccer and you just imagine that ball being a Danish prince head, Danish prince's head, you may kick it better and you may kick it harder, you know? Yeah. And you might not bunch up. You don't want kids to bunch when they're playing. Yeah. You want them to spread out, you know, play the field a little bit and, you know, get to their goal. <laughs> just imagine the goalie had to have been covered in blood. <laughs> it's like so, they uh, kick it. <laughs> you ever throw in a football in the water and it just yeah, spirals, it just spirals water? <laughs> <laughs> mm. um, I have to, like, stick the tongue back in and... 
close the lips. And for our British listeners, we're talking about the origins of football, not yes. soccer. Um, cool. So that's what's going on. We also get this opening of an evangelical church with the priest curing everybody, basically with like yeah. the wheelchair guy comes up, puts his hand on the stone. And he's like, you are free from your bands of your leglessness. I'm standing. Um, it's a miracle. <laughs> Give me a hug. Yes. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. <laughs> ah. Touch of the stone. And at first I was thinking maybe he had the piece of the stone and the stone really did work. Yeah, we're like, you know, oh, because shoot. I'm like, we know, we already know that the stone have has power or these mm-hmm. pieces have power. So maybe they have small amounts of power on their own. So I'm thinking, hey, maybe he's found this and knows he can work it to his benefit. But nah, there's he doesn't know how to activate that thing. He's it's all faking. fake. Yeah. It must have been fun filming that, though, with the woman fainting and like <laughs> yeah. all the people like cheering. <laughs> It's always nice to get those like fake church goer things. Um, but then we get Job actually doing something before yeah. he ends up doing nothing. Yeah. Um, to be fair, we don't know if he's dead. No. I think he was just exercised. Uh, so pretty much just sent back to hell for him to come back to Earth sooner or later. Um, but that whole scene was very strong. Like the acting in it, when Job rolls up, he's like, you don't even know your power. And he just like walks right past him. I love how Job is so powerful that he just disregards humans around him. Like, he's just like, yeah, whatever. You don't even know the power that you hold. Dude tried to roll over and he was like, no! And, like, voice changed and he's like, started burning and stuff. It was like, it was cool. It was a cool sequence. You like, are hey. not deserving of the power! And he was like, help me! Well, I mean, not really. But, I mean, still, it was cool scene. I really want to, like, cut this scene together with Episode 2 of Star Wars. Oh. <laughs> you underestimate my power. You are not deserving of your power. <laughs> ah. <laughs> and then he comes outside and he's like, all right, I got the stone. Buck like, him a stone. He's like, hey, guys, I'm on my way back. Don't worry. Wait, why is Negan here? <laughs> yeah, that, that bat was serious. Dude, that bat was badass. It had, like, yeah. the sigils... Carved yeah, into carved it. In, yeah. And I'm like, that's a pretty boss weapon. If this guy's carrying around a bat going all freaking Tony Romo on everyone, yeah. like, that's going to be awesome. <laughs> oh, wait, he just throws the bat aside after he knocks it yeah. up. I'm like, why isn't he keeping the bat? And also, what it, about, it was more like a cricket bat, too. Also, what about the random person that finds the bat and is like, hey, this thing is super powerful? It's like a new movie based on the pick of destiny around a baseball wow. bat that has demon powers that makes you the next big baseball player, <laughs> but still starring Kyle Gass and Jack Black. Oh, man. Still starring. <laughs> still has them. <laughs> we have the bong of destiny. Let's get the bat of destiny now. But yeah, the the... Great part about that part is before we find out about who the guy is, I'm like, wow, a cool third party that, you know, could be looking for these same pieces, not, uh, you know, not attached to Job and Dreyfus, not attached to uh, Ichabod, someone else who's like, I want to throw my hat in the ring because I want this magical stuff too, you know, and I thought that was like really cool. That was a really cool scene and I was just pumped for the rest of the episode. And even when we find out who it is, I'm like, you know what? I like I like the storylines of chickens coming home to roost. I like that. Yeah, the only issue I had with this episode is that they killed him at the end. Yeah, I really would have loved they, him to be a long-term villain. Because they keep, they keep introducing characters that are really cool and yes. have <laughs> cool, interesting histories that actually like partake in stuff. And then they kill them. But at the same time, he was kind of too OP. I mean, well... He was using up his sigils, so 
to see him in a situation where maybe he had to rebrand himself or something like that to because every time he used it, it would like bleed out or whatever. So and were they just would, disappearing as he used them? I yeah, thought it like because like the... uh, Jake said when you use them, they burn up. Oh, so okay. his were like bleeding and stuff after he used them. So it would be cool to see him to like kind of go go back and re you know tattoo himself or brand himself and to I guess power up again. Um, and that that could have been cool to have a long term villain that. Isn't really doesn't really even have a beef with Ichabod, right? <laughs> like when he was, he was like, "Oh, he lied to you too, huh?" He was like, he was like "Yeah, that's what this guy does." It's like, <laughs> "All right, you're cool, you're cool. I get it. Drafts is a dick. You're cool. Oh, you want to live forever? God damn it! Why couldn't you just be cool? <laughs> couldn't you? Just, you have it's no like, chill, it's man. Like, oh, you hate Dreyfus too? Great. Oh, but you're killing people. <sighs> <laughs> that like, was either the most depressing sigh or the most refreshing Coca Cola. Uh, yeah. Um. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. Is like we, we see the whole Apple keynote version where yeah. they have the, the video of them like, oh, I, I just can't get it to work, man. Well, why don't you just try RGB? <laughs> and they're like hugging and they're all happy. Yeah, and then you find out that Ansel had a, a death, which we don't really find out what happened to him until later on when he's like, yeah. when we find out the, the relationship between Job and Dravis. And we were right. Yeah. Uh, it was a situation of after you die, I get your soul. Yeah, but he's kind of like then, waiting around. Until then, I give you the life that you want. Yeah. So whatever you want. So backstory on Dreyfus is that him and Ansel created this uh, whatever startup company. Yeah. And they probably created like coding and programming. But the thing is, is that Dreyfus is super socially awkward. And Ansel is a very, very attractive man who's very hair. social. The hair Dreyfus. Yeah. Like, so like. <laughs> And Dreyfus wasn't like, and he was like little meek and stuff. So yeah. then you have this guy who's always interacting with the investors, interacting with the people, charismatic. So he kind of becomes the face of the company while Dreyfus's work is just basically everyone attributes it to Ansel. So Dreyfus gets fed up with that and decides to drink a fifth of Jack and put all of the backups and all of his software and everything he's created in the back of his car. Because that's safe. Um, drives yeah. it home <laughs> while drinking a fifth safe. of Jack. <laughs> Don't drink and drive with all the stuff in your back of your car. Better yet, just don't drink and drive. Yeah, don't drink and drive. But if you will drink and drive, which you should not, do not put all of the hard data backups in said car that you are driving. So he drives it, <laughs> and here's Job say, do you want the life you want? And you're like, what the fuck? I don't know if this is the alcohol talking or if I'm just insane. Yeah. Drives his car, almost hits another car, drives it into a tree. <laughs> No. That fire started quick. That's my life. <laughs> no. Dreyfus, the good thing about this whole sequence, uh, both flashbacks, is that we get, well, I guess the video and then the flashback, we get to actually fill out Dreyfus's character. Because we've been making fun of Dreyfus where he's like, hmm, I'm just an a, a evil businessman. <laughs> and now we actually have a person that we get to see and... It's kind of like he's not really evil. He's just a sniveling type. He's kind type. of a, he's a punk bitch. Yeah, he's like he's like this sniveling like crybaby sort of. Because I mean, he could have just rode Ansel's coattails. It's not like Ansel got rid of him. I mean, he was gonna get paid. I mean, but he wanted that fame. The, see the fame? Don't look. Don't want fame. Maybe a little bit, but not too much. Because it gets you in trouble. Well, yeah, because he has the demon with him. He He's not afraid of anything. But once the yeah. demon's taken out of the picture, once Job, I've been saying Job, but just for you in the chat, Job is yeah. taken out of the picture, he's automatically terrified of Ansel. We find yes. out that when he makes the deal with Job, 
Yes. They um, basically sign it in pen that he'll get the life he wants, mm-hmm. and he'll get his life back and everything until the day he dies where his soul will belong to Job. Um, meanwhile, what will happen to Ansel? You don't have to worry about Ansel. He's like, oh, we'll take care of him. Yeah, right. We've got that. Don't. Well, I never said any. I never wanted any harm to come to Ansel. Yes. Well. Uh, well, Dreyfus. When you're talking to people and they promise you that you're going to take your soul when you die, and then then you say what'll happen to Ansel, and they go ha 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 ha. He's like, we'll take care. You kind of knew. Yeah. You knew. You knew. Once he said, I, I think his words were like something like, we'll take care of that or something. Once you, you knew that Ansel was in trouble. And it's funny because before we got to that moment, um, I was watching it with uh, my wife and I said, hey, I bet you he sold his friend's soul to get all this. And yeah, I thought In a that. way, he kind of did. I mean, not exactly, but he... He still stepped but over Ansel his friend. But Ansel still had his one. soul. Yeah, Ansel still had his he soul. He was just so, sen- yeah. sentenced to another level of hell. Yeah, which was... Pretty terrible. Still bad. To still be fair, though... <laughs> to be fair, though, if you get sent to hell for, like, however many years it was... A whole bunch. <laughs> and you walk out and all you have are, like, scars over maybe 40% of your body... Yeah, but they've been cutting them into them. They, they, they didn't just... Yeah, but, like, like... body paint. Yeah, but I mean, like... <laughs> Let, let's say, like, okay, so he had, let's say he had 40 runes, right? Okay. Over 10 years. Okay. Getting stuff cut into your body, like, four, 40 runes over 10 years. You know, you have a lot of vacation time, aside from when you're getting carved into. Like, I mean, if his eyes were split open and, like, his entire body was just... How bad could hell be? I know, right? Like, he must have been in, like, one of those generic circles of hell. Oh, it was like, like, there's circles of hell, and yeah, then this like, is just, like... A little island inside of hell. Yeah, it's like it's like kind of bad, a little bit more bad, bad. All right, super bad. Now you get like super bad. Yeah, part. he's like and then, he's if like you're gonna look the, at our planetary system as the circles light. of hell, he was on the Pluto circle that just oh, goes yeah. in a really oblique <laughs> one where it's not he's as like normal out. as normal hell. Where like the weakest demons go just to like relax a little bit and slap around a human every now and then. Yeah, like know. he was still semi sane. Yeah. And he still knew how to use computers really well. Yeah, he went, he hacked through that system fast. He was like, your coding is stupid. Everyone (laughs) knew how to use computers really well this episode. Yeah, yeah. Everybody came Jenny's, through with the top quality. Now, Jenny's been hacking for a minute. Yeah, Jenny's a hacker for sure, but then we find out that Kate can also hack, and yes. then Dreyfus is totally like a hacker, well, which we know because he's, he's a tech yeah, startup guy. We'll give but him then that. we have Ansel, who's also kind of a startup guy, but if yeah. Dreyfus is the one who did all the work, I didn't think Ansel would be the one who could, to be able to do that, yeah, too. Yeah, because it but was But he was weird. knowledgeable. Yeah, in the writing, it was kind of weird because they said that... Uh, at one point, they said that Dreyfus was the better coder, but then when Ansel broke through his system and set up the lockdown, he talked about. He said, and in the chat, I'm sure you guys remember, but something like a something like your, like your coding was like weak or something like that, like something like you you put up soft security or something yeah. like that. So, I'm guessing Ansel knew at least some coding or something. Maybe maybe like uh, like uh, Dreyfus was magnum cum laude and like. <laughs> Can you just imagine? So it's just like cum laude. <laughs> so like Ansel's been out and he's been researching for a while. Like he wasn't in hell this whole time. So he's okay. been out and researching. Can you just imagine you go to college for coding? You like go take the Ruby on Rails course, and like you're sitting there in your business suit, and like next to you there's a guy in fucking rags with scars all over his body, and I'm like, hey, what's your name? You do not deserve this power. Yeah, and it's like you see, like he's sitting right here, and you're just like. 
<laughs> it's like, uh. so what are you trying to code? I want to code demonic powers. I want to code evil, like evil, evil, like you know, maybe hacking or just like world evil. <laughs> do, do you have any hobbies or anything like baseball? <laughs> Oh man, but it was it was cool. Like this whole this whole situation between Ansel and Dreyfus is real cool. I really wish, like you said, that he did not die. I would have liked him to see maybe maybe like one more uh, spell where he disappeared or was able to like smoke out through like one of the vents or something and leave, and then that would have been cool. <coughs> but uh, it it was just. It was strong. I'm, I'm glad we got this. We now know who Dreyfus is. Now we... He, he's a guy that talks a game. He talks a big game. Yeah. He talks but, a big game because he has backers, but then yeah. once it's off, he's like totally off. Yeah, because when Joe was not around, he straight went back to sniveling and crying. And like he was like, Ichabod, help me. <laughs> Bye-bye, this here demon guy. Wow. Was named Job, now he's cinders on the floor outside of Christ. Wow. Because like, uh, yeah. it was like a church, kind yeah, of. It was, yeah, you can kind of put that together. It'll work. But um, uh, was it Kristen Collins said that she also thought that uh, Dreyfus's hair was ridiculous as well. Uh, but it was hilarious. Yeah, it was <laughs> pretty funny. His hair was great. <laughs> it was great in such a bad way. Once he became a billionaire, he hired a stylist. Yeah, he got who you know, didn't he got do much better. <laughs> yeah, he didn't. got fly. Got like you know, uh, got his uh, manicure. Got a new suit. And you know, it was, you know, I mean, hey, sometimes selling your soul works out. So we find out that Dreyfus doesn't really care about security guards um no he's like you know they're gonna be killed they're using dark magic yeah well maybe they shouldn't have been security guards yeah he made it you tell like that, they knew you tell that to the seven-year-old girl who just got out of the hospital <laughs> after her dad just got disintegrated by job at the you, smithsonian you, tell <laughs> <laughs> you better send some fucking flowers two days Dreyfus. away from or was it three, three days, days from retirement <laughs> yeah. three days from retirement she doesn't even get his pension now you son of a bitch yeah. it's like they he said it like i i would understand if when he hired them, he said, hey, there are supernatural things going on. You may go up against, you know, things beyond your understanding or control. And they were like, cool, I want the job. Then I understand. But these guys are like, I'm a security guard for regular people, not dark magic users that come through and burn your eyeballs out. Okay? That's not what I signed up for. And... I mean, it is in your employment contract. <laughs> it, probably, it probably is in there. So... Just in case demons come after me, it's like real teeny. How like, does that? How does that interview process go? So you'd like to be a uh, security guard at Dreyfus Industries. What? What are your qualifications? Well, I uh, was in the military, uh, Marines. I'm really good at shooting people, and I got tactical skills, and I know how to do an action role. Oh, that's really cool. Um, have you ever experienced Latin? Uh, no, I heard it was a dead language, so there's no reason to know it. <laughs> dead language, that's pretty good. Um, so, speaking of Latin, do you understand it? Uh, do you know any of the power involved? Do you, are you opposed to your eyeballs being burned out of your skull? Well, I don't like uh, having my eyeballs burned out. I like them exactly where they are. That's um, fine. It's a low chance. We just put it on there for safety. It's a low chance. Uh, well, thank you. I, th- I think I can take this in. Yeah, what do you think of Ansel, the, the other uh, founder of this company? Oh, uh... Seems like a cool guy. I mean, he's I don't really, know what to him. really nice. If you ever run into him, just be sure to wear glasses. No problem. Safety I'll goggles safety come. Goggles, yes. Safety goggles come in every. If you're not wearing your safety goggles, we are not liable. No problem. All right, sign here and here. Thank you. Cool. Right. You're hired. 
Thank you very much. Um, okay, so we'll give you a holiday bonus, um, <laughs> but we're going to need you here on January on February third. Make okay. sure you're here on February third. I can do that. Cool. Great. Thank you. <laughs> the third was Friday, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. <laughs> um, <clears throat> yeah. I don't know. It's, I, that that bit could that have gone a little bit better, but my bad. It's, but it's understandable. Yeah, it's, it's understandable. understandable. They, people, they get the point. I feel sorry for the the one at the door, like the one at the gate. Like the other ones had guns and stuff, and I was like, I right. the gate was just like the gate, the gate guy, guy was just like that dude probably gets like. 10 bucks an hour and he just yeah. sits in a room all day and he's probably just like man I don't even care just go through the just go through yeah like he probably would have let Ansel through like he didn't have to it would have been cool if Ansel didn't kill the guys or if he killed the guys and this is like a Fox Network TV thing if there was actually blood in the room where those people died at like cause when they came in the room I was expecting when they walked into the room to be like some not not Quentin Tarantino levels mm-hmm. of blood but just you know some blood here and there <coughs> to to drive it home that these guys were slaughtered. But um, I guess Dark Magic has no need for blood. That's a great shirt. <laughs> Dark Magic has no need for blood. Like, just kill you and it's nice and nice and tidy. Yeah, nice right? and tidy kills. Well, you know, I just... What I really liked about John Wick, the original John Wick, yeah. was when he's going through killing everybody and then he runs into one guard and the guard's like, John, man, hey, and John's like, take the night off. And the guy goes on. He's like, look, out. I think it would have been awesome if Ansel, like, recognized the the gate guard. and was like, hey, man, you know what? Need to leave. I learned Latin. (laughs) I know it was in your handbook to avoid people who know Latin. And I'm here to kill Dreyfus. I'm just going to (laughs) literally blow this entire building up. You should probably go away. Yeah. All right, brother, I'm out. I'll see you later. (laughs) Because in John Wick, he was just like, hey. (laughs) So, yep, I'm out. I don't have anything to do with this. But, um, you know... One thing that really happened in this episode that you know I'm happy about, I hope you guys are happy about. Was it Jenny and? Uh, oh yeah! Oh man! <laughs> okay, so Jake is still looking at Jenny, still interested in it, and he's asked Alex to you know kind of wingman it up or wing lady it up, um, and he says, "Hey, if you do this, give you lunch for a month and his parking space." Heyo! So she goes over there. She talks to her, and you know she's like, "I'm not doing this," but she tells her why she's over there. And Jenny, she's like, "Oh, so he did all this? Okay." So Jenny's like, "You know," she's like, "All right." So he's sweet, you know. And then she says, "You know, just smile at him." She smiled at him, and Jake was like, "Yeah." Wait a second. Wait a second. Jenny's like, "Wait a second. Is he a werewolf? Because I only date werewolves." <laughs> Is he a werewolf? He got no. some of that lycanthropy for me. <laughs> what, <laughs> what happens on that full moon, though? <laughs> <laughs> so it was. It was nice. I like that that part. It was. It was cute. It was nice. You know, Jake. I'm. I'm pulling for you, Jake. I'm pulling for you. But so. then they're going to be rivals, though, too, because you know, Ichabod's like, "You're a relic but Go ahead." And and he's like, "You're right. I'll get right on it." He was talking to me. <laughs> he was like, "Oh, <laughs> my bad." So, we're in the building, and Mr. Ansel is just super overpowered, unless it's, like, physical objects. Guns don't work. He melts the bullets. But, obviously, random modern art pieces are his fucking weakness. Man, he took an ill hit to the head. (laughs) Like, Ichabod was like, pow. And he couldn't stop that. He could stop a bullet, though. He melted a bullet in midair. But... Nah. Modern art, man. Modern art. It blows your mind. Yeah. So they Every rush down time. the helicopter, go down to Dreyfus's bat cave, and that's where 
we have a moment between Ichabod and Diane, which is just really weird. They they wrote this moment for the com- comedy of it. Yeah. But I was not laughing. I was just more like, damn, oh, you okay. think you're about to die, and you're like about to tell your daughter her friend is a freaking slut. Like, lightly. not slightly, but like, <laughs> if, I, if I don't make it, tell my daughter not to hang out with that bitch Erica. She's going to have a tattoo on her lower back. It's like, how about tell my daughter I love her? Like, look, and then make that, a joke. That is how you tell you tell her you love her. Like you know, Chris Rock said it himself. You have one job if you have a daughter. That's to keep tattoos off her lower back and keep her off the pole. So, well, actually, pole dancing is a really popular exercise in L.A. Ah, oh, well, people maybe po- she- people post it on Instagram a lot now. Well, maybe she can switch it up. Then you know, be a um, aerobics instructor uh, of the pole variety. <laughs> If you're a stripper somewhere, please feel free to steal that. <laughs> Business cards, aerobic instructor of the pole variety. I'm like, hey, man, it's mine. So, <laughs> welcome to Dreyfus Industries. As an aerobic yes. instructor of the pole variety, um, you may be subject to Latin. <laughs> and death. Clean death, though. Clean death. Clean like, death. You know, no blood and crazy stuff. Just nice. You just fall down. In case of emergency, your pole can be used as modern art. Yes. If, <laughs> whoever's attacking you cannot stop just normal objects. <laughs> like, just take a pole and just hit them with it. Wear safety fine. goggles. Do not yes. use a gun. Mm-hmm. And carry modern art with you wherever you go. Yes. And try to understand some Latin to make him glow. Or like, hit him with a painting over the head where he, like, gets stuck. You know, hit him with that. Uh, yeah. Nope, not I'm a, stuck. Uh. Not, just make sure it's paintings <laughs> before the 1800s. Otherwise, uh. it's still considered modern art. Oh, man. <laughs> um, okay, so they have that scene, and then we finally get Ansel glowing the crap out of the elevator door and walking yeah. through and we get the whole story with Dreyfus. Yes. And we find out that Dreyfus sold his soul to Job mm-hmm. and he wants to use what we now know as the Philosopher's Stone to reverse things to make himself immortal because it can do whatever it wants basically with the Philosopher's Stone. And Ansel's like, oh shit! I'm going to be immortal too. Fuck it. Hell yeah! yeah. He's like, I'm taking this so I could be immortal. And then that's when Ichabod was like, you cheating son of a like that's what he looked he was like mm. it, it was almost like a disapproving look like it was like come on man like I could I was on your side all up until now I could have even forgiven killing the guards yeah but now what you're telling me is that you set your friend's friend up to go to hell <coughs> then you sold your soul but now you want to cheat the, the deal that you made I just can't be on your side anymore it's just it's too hard now, I'm very interested to know the continuous lies that he's been telling to Job about this stone. Because Job's been helping him. Yeah, Job has to not know what the stone is. Yeah, or he knows what it is, but he doesn't know what it can do. Like, he thinks maybe Dreyfus just told him, like, this will help me bring more souls to you, or this will help me, but the you way, know, But the way bring, Job described it in the church made it seem like he knew what it was. So yeah. what I think is maybe he's helping Dreyfus get the stones, but he's just going to take over. He's just going to take the stone oh, for himself. Oh, yeah, that could be a good point. Get all the stones together. Get all the pieces, and then once Dreyfus tries to do something, like no, <laughs> and kill him, and be like, yeah. Or it's gonna be like Dreyfus successfully makes himself immortal, and Job's like, there was a clause in the contract. It was in Latin. You may not have seen it. It <laughs> mentioned look- safety goggles, modern art, and said that if you ever become immortal, I take your soul right there. 
Yeah, it'll be it'll be like some very extreme. Like you need a magnifying glass to read it. Like, yeah, I knew what you were doing the whole time. It's not going to work. And then you're dead. In the world yeah. of Sleepy Hollow, we've created everyone just carries around contracts and like uses <laughs> magnifying glasses to show things. It's funny how he showed up. He showed up with a briefcase. He was all business. He was like, "Hey, you know, um, you called me, and um, we have this proposal for you." Oh, don't worry about Ansel. He would be He'll a be great okay. Azazel. You know what? Hmm. Okay. Like, when I see him in the show, I think he's... A, every time I, my mind goes to Azazel before it goes to Sleepy right. Hollow. Okay, okay, that could work. Yeah. And, you know, yeah, because he, he's he got the the demeanor, um, and he's, he's brutal when he needs to be, mm-hmm. but he's not... He doesn't... He's, he's solid. He doesn't, like sway a lot with emotions and stuff because you know sometimes you'll see demons and stuff and they get really angry and everything he doesn't really do that I mean he'll yeah. raise his voice every now and then if you're a, a fake preacher or something but I mean besides that I mean everything's all good so Ichabod tries to attack him with this sword that's down there and he stops him and then Jenny pops in with a book and starts leading, reading some damn Latin yep. because Ansel did not read the terms and restrictions for iTunes to realize that anyone else speaking Latin will shut down his Latin yeah it was like the special, uh, you know, cryptic statement that she needed to say, and it worked well. Yeah, it basically drained all his magic away from his scars. Yeah, you know, I got these scars. Um, and then Ichabod, fucking savage, like just throws the Yo. sword into him. Like this was a straight Imhotep Indiana mummy. Jones this was something. a mummy yeah. <laughs> incident where Imhotep loses powers, and yeah. Brendan Fraser's just like, <laughs> you're like, yeah. holy shit. Because he got a, man, he was like, there's other ways to win or something like that. Picks up the Greek fire. Ichabod doesn't miss a beat. Grabs a knife. Right, and right into, it's not like his arm or something. like. I mean, dead center. The, the guy's got skills, man. He's got skills. He almost killed himself. But then he was like, you know what? No, nah, I'm stick around. And kill a couple warlocks and, you know, call it a day. And he's still on fire. I mean, he, he, man, he's on fire. <laughs> he's on fire. What are they going to do with all that Greek fire, though? Because that's a lot. Yeah. Like, that was a lot of Greek fire. That was a lot of lava lamps. <laughs> um, My whole thing is that, like, he's, I want my life back. I'm like, dude, you're doing pretty well for yourself. Like, yeah, I mean. You, you can choke people. You're like Darth Vader kind of right now. Yeah. Like, Plus, like, you you're your alive magic? and yeah. you're already researching. You went to the freaking... What is it? Emerson Institute of <laughs> Latin and learned Latin and you were studying Ruby on Rails and getting coding and stuff like, dude, yeah. you got a pretty successful life already. Yeah. I mean, the, the, chicks would still dig you with those scars. Yeah, because you'd be like the bad boy. And yeah, you could work He could out. become an EDM artist. Like, he could do all sorts of stuff. Yeah, with the rags and he's like... He'd be like, wah, 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 yep. wah, drop the bass. <laughs> he wouldn't even need to modulate his voice. He'd just be like... <laughs> Y'all listening to the beat. Drop the bass. (laughs) Drop the demon. Drop the bass. Drop the demon. Latin. Latin. I can see. I can see people rushing the dance floor too. Like he's just. He's like saying Latin and like everyone's like lifting and levitating and stuff. And they're like, man, that party was amazing. Shit. I felt like I was. I felt like I was floating. It's like his parties are on fire. He's like the EDM prince. Oh, man. Except instead of basketball, it's baseball. Mm, mm, Shirts mm. versus blouses. <laughs> blouses. Oh, my God. <laughs> Ivan Soto in the chat. Hey, shout out to the chat, guys. Ivan Soto, GBZ Kings, this is Vacation, uh, Kristen Collins, Billie Jean Girl, 
Um, Michael B., Jacob Albers, Ira Garris. Um, who else we got in here? DBZ King? I already said DBZ King. Really? You can say him again because you mentioned Full Metal Alchemist, so he obviously got the intro. Ah. Um, Also, again, thanks for uh, going to iTunes, guys, rating, commenting on the show. If you enjoy the show, you can do that. You go to iTunes, you search Sleepy Hollow, our podcast is the third one right there on the front, and you can leave a comment, leave us five stars, and we'll give you a shout-out. Right now we have 167 reviews. Um, our most recent one is from Chris's Attic Mommy, which says, really, really good podcast. Love the banter between the hosts. You guys keep it f- fun and don't take yourself too seriously. Um, the reviews of every episode is honest and well thought out without taking things too serious. Even though it may seem the show is not like this is not the case. You can tell just by listening that everyone loves the show. Really funny and good distraction to my dull work day. Oh, and Sleeping to Nabby is the best. More, please. <laughs> good night, sleepy heads. Thank you, Chris's thank you, thank you. Attic Mommy. Oh, and a big shout out to the chat of vacation. You know what I'm saying? I gotta give a shout out to because I I just can't even. Every time I see that name, it's amazing, dude. And somebody had a great point. You have a rave party with the Greek fire. That Greek fire was glowing and awesome, and it doesn't. If stop you were burning. tripping balls, that would when look the really fire cool. burns, everybody likes to watch a fire burn. She fire burning <laughs> on the dance floor, and it starts to spread. <laughs> when a fire burns, and it starts to spread. I mean, hey, that's that's all you need, really. This this mixtape is fire. Yeah, it's 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 gonna be Greek fire. That's oh a my whole, god, that's a whole another level of fire. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm I'm very interested where he got all of that from because that was that was like Costco amounts. He of made Greek it. Fire. I'm assuming he learned how to make it in hell. Well, yeah, he probably yeah. I guess you know meet other inmates or something, and they you know they pass on knowledge. So I mean, yeah, good point. He went to like the Texas Institute of Greek Fire. <laughs> He's got we're pulling out. We're pulling out like Devry. Yeah, <laughs> he got his online Devry degree in van delivery, he van driving. Phoenix, he got his Phoenix <laughs> Greek Fire degree. It's it. Ah oh, man, no diss. To, like, unfortunately, no diss to all the un- unfortunately, his his people. art degree was in liberal liberal arts, and that's why he has a weakness to modern art. Mm, wah, wah. Okay. Um. So last thing that happens is. They stab him, and then Dreyfus is gone with the stone. Yeah, nobody can find him, and he seems not to be popping up on anybody's radar. So we're looking for the last piece, and they're like, oh my god, he stole ley line maps, so let's look at these ley lines. Take Mm -hmm. away the geographical locations. Now let's upload a new map of D.C. Where is the last ley line? Sleepy Sleepy Hollow. Hollow. You gotta go back. You got to go back. It's like you see, it's like they fly back to Sleepy Hollow. <laughs> they fly back to Sleepy Hollow to get there, and then it just shows the sign of like Washington, D.C., two miles, and all the monsters like, God damn it! <laughs> they turn around and start or like, walking or like when back Ichabod into- shows up, you see like regular people that live at Sleepy Hollow, like, oh, <laughs> he's back. Now, everything was okay until you. It shows like a distant relative of the Corbin family moving their house. Oh, look at... Oh, is that Ichabod? God damn it. Move it out, guys. We gotta get out of here. Every time he left, everything was fine. Here he comes back. Just forget it. But it would be cool to see, you know, maybe some familiar faces from, you know, seasons past. Since since we're moving past that, it would be good to see, you know, you know, some... I think we're gonna see him visit the grave of Abigail Mills. Yes. Um... And I think we're going to see... We might see Lance Gross. 
Yeah. But we might see the old agent he worked with, hopefully. Um, I cannot remember her name, but Hot she was Freckles. in. <laughs> she was call. also in Nikita, but yeah, yeah. she's she's uh, you know, easy on the eyes. I'll say maybe that. we'll get Orlando Jones back. <laughs> Ah uh, yeah, we won't. Um, <laughs> did you see? Did you see in the news that Orlando Jones said that he would do a Sleepy Hollow spinoff with the cast of Bones if they did it? Wow! Or was it Bones I wonder, or I Supernatural? Something like that. Oh, where okay. it's like he he'd do a crossover series if they offered it. Wow! I'm like Orlando, you've been gone for three seasons now. Yeah, because he left. Yes. Hmm. I'm trying to think how that crossover would work. I mean, I guess it wouldn't be too bad. If written well, you know, maybe. Oh, yeah, so it wouldn't work. <laughs> um, <laughs> like, uh, so, predictions, I guess. I mean, that's where we're at right now. Yeah, sure. Predictions. predictions. And then cue up the Downton now, Abbey theme song. You're after Buzz TV. Predictions. So, how about you? What do you, what do you? what do you got coming down the pipe? I think Dreyfus is going to achieve invincibility. Okay. I think it would be really cool to have some meek little punk bitch that can't be killed and like have the end of the season be them locking him in a box forever. That would that would be cool. Similar to kind of like um on a American Horror Story when they cut off uh Kathy Bates' head. Was it Kathy? Spoilers. Oh, that's like season 4. That's like two seasons. I, I didn't watch it. Oh, sorry. I don't really like, care. Oh, wait, I'm, like I'm saying I'm saying more for our fans, but Oh, um, sorry. Uh well, yeah, I think guys, it's more it's like, like two years old. more like the strain <laughs> where they try to put him in a box and bury him forever or more like this show where they put Henry in a box and buried him forever or this show when they put Ichabod in a box and buried him forever or this show where they took uh the main villain from last season and put him in a ancient jail cell of another world where you have to get to through a river and buried him forever. Yeah. And or Abigail Mills, where she got trapped in a tree and buried forever. <laughs> yeah, because technically... Or Pandora. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, not Pandora, she's done. Yeah, she's, she's done. She's really done. That that was something that I thought was cool about last season was... Or Ansel, where you put him in the circle of hell and buried him forever. <laughs> then he comes back and he you know attends like Phoenix University, DeVry and everything. That was but, an educated person right there. He was mad smart. Super <laughs> educated. So um, I guess what I think is going to happen, sooner or later we're going to have to get the girl into the fight. Not, yeah. not extreme danger, this is network TV. Oh yeah, she did but, talk to Molly. She, we forgot to yeah. mention that. She talked to Molly um, and told her like, you're like been chosen for the Marine Corps. It's like the draft, except you don't really you're chosen know what for you're special doing. things. She's she's still keep keeping it light, but as smart as Molly at least portrays herself to be, I think Molly already knows at least uh, has an inkling of you know kind of like the supernatural things going on and all that. So I think it'll be time for her to get into the fight. Maybe in a situation where she's providing information, maybe she sees visions or something, or you know something where she's a crucial piece to the puzzle of defeating next week's you know <coughs> adversary. Um, Somebody has a good prediction. Billy Jean Girl <coughs> twenty four in the chat says, "I predict that Molly will go to Sleepy Hollow and visit Abby's grave." Okay. Okay. Even though technically, shouldn't that grave be empty? I mean, it would be, but you know. Yeah. I mean, it's still it's whatevs. Somehow. Maybe they bury Molly whatevs. forever in Abby's grave. <laughs> like whatevs. It's whatevs. Get rid of her. Um. Let's see. What else could happen? Um. I just thought it was a weird way to tell her daughter that, like, hey, you're a witness. Yeah. Like, hey, this is the thing. She definitely tried to soften the blow when I think her daughter can take it. Yeah, and her daughter was like. Oh man, that's cool. So, by the way, your burned quesadillas suck. 
They suck. Mom, they suck. Can you sign here? <laughs> Can you sign Please right tell here? me you do not speak Latin. And that you will never, ever cook dinner again. You will not use sigils to cook quesadillas again. Yeah, because they're a little crispy. <laughs> a little bit crispier than Abby was at the end of last season? Oh, man. It's too Savage. soon. It's too soon. Too soon. Savage. Was I the only one who thought that it was going to be the de- the evil god dude from last season when I first saw the robes? At first I was wondering, but I was like, well, I don't think I was, because during the commercial break, I was like, I wondered, then I was like, nah, this is probably someone new. But I, it did cross my mind for a second, because I was like, I wonder if, then I was like, nah, they locked him away. They, I was like, they wouldn't do that, hopefully. <laughs> and they didn't, so, you yeah. know. You know, okay. kudos to you guys. Kudos to the writers. Thank you, Sleepy Hollow writers and the producers and stuff. These are two good episodes that I have enjoyed. I think is universally everybody thinks it's a step up from the first three. So you know, we're going somewhere. We're going somewhere. or the first two. two and currently, and two, we're going to a place called Sleeping Abbey. Oh yes. On today's episode of Sleeping to Nabby, we learn that the creator of our fer- favorite piece of technology, the Latin iPod, Dreyfus, has sold his soul to a demon in exchange for his best friend's life and his amazing life that he has now. Gotten rid of and stole all of the charisma, all of the fame, all of the glory, all of the money. <gasps> Scandalous. 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 I, I heard that the man controlling the gate at Dreyfus Industries was only three days from retirement <laughs> and had a daughter in the hospital. <laughs> Scandalous. Scandalous. I heard that there is a preacher leading sheep to a flock on a place that's built on lies? Lies? Scandalous. Scandalous. I heard that Mr. Old James in his wheelchair could stand up again after touching my stones. So scandalous. So scandalous. <laughs> I heard that if Molly keeps following around behind that trap of a girl... Erica, she- that harlot. Mm, harlot. I heard that she will have a tattoo just above her buttocks. I'm original. <laughs> and then end up with a lifetime of regrets. And aerobatic... What was pole it? dancing. What was it called? Aerobatic... Aerobic instruction of the pole variety. <laughs> Aerobatic instruction of the pole variety. So scandalous. So scandalous. <clears throat> I heard that a man came into town and knew Latin. Ooh. But he had six degrees. But liked to take away people's eyeballs. Most mm, no scandalous. Waste. How would they be able to see in the afterlife? I don't know. Put dimes on their eyes. They don't have. Yeah. Cue it up one more time. Are you serious? One more. Yeah. Oh my god! Not again. Um, Here we go. I heard that this man that was walking around hurting people with his Latin had one small weakness, <gasps> and one of my favorites of all, which is modern art. Modern art. Oh, oh, scandalous! <laughs> I heard that Alphonse and and. Uh, Ansel? And Ed, Ed, Edward Elric wanted to revive their mother through the use of alchemy, so they tried to use it and ended up losing Alphonse's whole body and Edward's left hand and right leg. 
through alchemy and the law of equivalent exchange, and now they're on the search for the Philosopher's Stone. Who? Most scandalous. I found that that weasel of a man, Dreyfus, plans to cheat out of his deal with the devil. Oh, you don't cheat your mm. deal. You give mm. him your soul. Mm. Yes, you He's give him He's a nice your... demon. Yes, of course. Job. Studly man. He dresses well. Yes, he does. So clean. Okay, that's that's done. That's <laughs> so done. I'm so sorry. That was terrible. <laughs> that was that was amazing. That was the worst. <laughs> that was the best. <laughs> that was terrible. That was incredible. <laughs> God damn it. Thank you for tuning in uh, for this episode of the Sleepy Hollow After Show. We were talking about Season 4, Episode 5, entitled... Yes. Blood from a Stone. Blood and if you want to stone. get uh, Michael's blood from a stone <laughs> through some aerobic... Aerobic instruction on the pole, pole variety. variety. Yeah. Let them know where they can find you. Hey guys, you can find me online everywhere at One Youngster, which is O N E Y O U N G S T A. Oh my god. The next episode of Sleep Me Hollow is called Homecoming, which means it's Purgatory Homecoming coming to the Purgatory Sleepy- Homecoming, yeah. Purgatory Prom. Purgatory Prom. And now Purgatory Homecoming. Who's going to be the Homecoming Queen? Ooh, Ooh scandalous. No scandalous. Find me on Twitter at Stephen Lemieux, S T P H E N L E M I E U X. And remember, you do not deserve this power. No. We'll see you next week. <laughs> Take it easy, guys. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Aerobic, Aerobic instruction, instruction of, of the, the pole, pole variety. variety. Aw, yeah. yeah. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.